Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hello everybody and welcome to This Is It. This is the definitive ranking of all of the opening titles. I have listened to all of your voices and I have ignored some of them. I am Sean for Trek Culture. I am putting my head on the block and here is every Star Trek opening titles ranked from worst to best. Number nine, Enterprise. Listen, it's not that it's terrible and the song does grow on you after a while it's just that the addition of vocals to a Star Trek opening titles it just didn't work Star Trek has some of the most beautiful opening themes spread throughout the franchise and therefore when the frankly lovely tones of Russell Watson's voice came into our screens with Broken Bow we were a bit like wait what now the titles themselves are quite a Quite a lovely design, they're quite attractive really. It's a lovely rundown of, you know, mankind's achievements throughout the years. You know, we have shots of the HMS Enterprise, you've got Neil Armstrong stepping onto the moon, and then you've got imagined shots from the future leading up until the launch of the Phoenix as well. So it's a lovely idea, but it's that song in terms of Star Trek opening titles, I'm sorry, it's down the bottom. Number eight, Star Trek The Animated Series. This one is saved from the bottom of the list by the fact that the actual theme is quite a fun, jaunty tune. It's very 70s. It's like super 70s, but you'd play it on repeat. It's easy to listen to. Unfortunately, the credits themselves, they're Effectively a virtual remake of the original series credits, it doesn't benefit from the animation style. The theme was written by Ray Ellis and Norm Prescott. Now both of those men use pseudonyms with Yvette Blaze and Jeff Michaels appearing in the credits. Uh, Jeff Michaels is actually a combination of Prescott's two sons, Jeff and Michael. Prescott was a producer for Filmation, the studio that produced the animated series. Now, that studio also produced The New Adventures of Superman, Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids, and Fantastic Voyage. In fact, him and his writing partner, Lou Scheimer, won an Emmy Award for the episode How Sharper Than a Serpent's Tooth, although it technically was the episode for Best Children's Animated Series. But bear in mind, it was the first Star Trek series to win an Emmy. Number seven, 
Star Trek The Original Series. Now this is clearly one of the most iconic opening titles of all of Star Trek. It was the first. Well, technically it was the second. But in the cage, it was very, very simple, really. But the Howard Anderson Company had been tasked with making these opening titles. And what happened was they ran out of time. Gene Roddenberry and Robert Justman asked to see dailies of the opening titles as the show was getting closer and closer to the airing date. And basically what they saw just was not airable. So they did a bit of a slapdash cobble together really that created these iconic titles. Robert Justman was actually the man who suggested that to almost jazz up the opening titles a little bit, the Enterprise should deliver the names of the actors. For example, when it warps by the screen and then you get starring William Shatner and then it warps by again and you get starring Leonard Nimoy. It was a more dynamic way of having the names appear on screen. The theme was of course written by Alexander Courage and is arguably the most recognizable piece of music in the entire Star Trek franchise. Now, there's a whole list in that to itself. However, Gene Roddenberry, who was never one to let some royalties pass, wrote lyrics to the theme that were never used just so he could get some royalties off it. What a dick. Number six, Star Trek Picard. The opening titles for Star Trek Picard were designed by Prologue, which is the stage name of Kyle Cooper. Cooper had also worked on Star Trek Discovery's opening titles and has a huge back catalogue, including American Horror Story, Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead, and Home Alone. This guy's good. The breakdown of the way the titles work, they show different facets of Picard's life, sort of through time really, with the vineyards of Le Bar in France opening up, moving on to a Borg motif. Then you get an exploding planet, which comes after shots of androids. Wonder what part they'll play in Picard's life. The exploding planet, of course, stepping in then for Romulus before they all come together to form Picard, which of course is the theme of the series. And speaking of themes, the main title was designed and composed by Jeff Russo, based on a melody that was heard in the fifth season episode of The Next Generation, The Inner Light, which of course is one of the most famous Captain Picard episodes. It's a beautiful, beautiful opening titles. It's a little less exciting than some of the others on this list because they had described the show that it was going to be slower and more contemplative than Star Trek Discovery, which it both was and it wasn't, but the titles certainly represent that theme very well. Number five, Star Trek The Next Generation. There are actually three variations of the opening titles to Star Trek The Next Generation, even though they're all quite similar to each other. Seasons one and two show Earth's solar system before we follow the Enterprise D as it goes off. Seasons three and four and six and seven are very similar, except they change the opening section of the titles. They have that beautiful stellar nebula, and then it closes in on various planets. You get that 
stunning ringed planet that looks like it's on fire almost. It's absolutely beautiful. And of course, the last variation then was in the fifth season. The only real difference being that the lettering Star Trek The Next Generation had a trailing edge to it, which only lasted for that one season. The title music is a reuse of Jerry Goldsmith's Enterprise theme from the motion picture. Now, Jerry Goldsmith himself re-edited the piece for television. There was a question as to whether it would confuse audiences that Kirk's Enterprise theme was heard introducing Picard's new Enterprise, but arguably it became much more synonymous with the next generation than it ever was with the motion picture. Robert Justman had a hand in this one as well, and it was he who suggested to Roddenberry that the opening should show the Enterprise leaving the solar system, going out and exploring the galaxy, and also getting a few more glory shots of the stunning Andrew Probert-designed Galaxy-class Enterprise D. We have some real beauty shots in those opening titles, and yeah, thanks Bob Justman, you're a legend. Number four, Star Trek Discovery. A lot of thought and preparation went into these opening titles. Alex Kurtzman had the idea that Star Trek was going through its second renaissance when Star Trek Discovery began airing, and this really fed into the design of the opening titles. Again, this was designed by Prologue, aka Kyle Cooper, with Anna Criado also designing these credits with him as well. They were joined in this endeavour by designer and historian Kurt Matilla, who was a huge Trekkie and was both honoured and a little bit daunted by the fact that, you know, he was helping to craft this opening to this new series. The idea of going back to basics really was a key part of this, which is where this kind of blueprint design of the Discovery came from. Anna Criado actually designed this passage of the Discovery through a field of dilithium crystals without knowing what dilithium crystals were. It was one of those happy accidents that just ended up staying because it worked so perfectly. The lack of opening monologue in these opening credits was actually because it was a teaser that Gabriel Lorca was not what he seemed to be. How could you have a heroic opening statement from someone who turned out to very much not be a hero? Jeff Russo composed the opening title music as well to Discovery, which works superbly against the backdrop of these images. Number three, Star Trek Lower Decks. This is the highest ranking of the new Star Trek shows because honestly, they nailed it. The opening musical cue is a callback straight away to the original animated series of the 70s. Those opening notes are lifted from the opening of the animated series theme. These opening titles were designed by independent studio Titmouse. Titmouse. And it's both a really fun way of showing the journey through perils that the Cerritos goes through. Oh my God, how it realizes the TNG era perfectly from the typeface of the credits to the actual design of the Cerritos, to the Romulan warbirds, to the Borg. Oh. It, 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 it's, it, it's nice. It's very nice. That's, that's all I'm going to say on camera. Chris Westlake, he composed the opening titles theme and he is a frequent collaborator with Mike McMahon. He actually managed to compose six or seven variations of the opening titles for McMahon to choose from. And there was like more heroic statements. There was more comedic statements. This one is a bit of a mix of a few of them together. And 
yeah yeah it's it's a bloody good opening titles number two star trek deep space nine oh i love this one star trek deep space nine was so different from what had come before that that had to be recognized in the opening titles of the show it's much slower much slower particularly in seasons one to three when the main title theme is played on a solo french horn dennis mccarthy earned an emmy for his opening title music to start d space nine and it's really not hard to see why the recent documentary what we left behind shows what this would have looked like in hd and i mean um, please cbs more than that it was a beautiful slow pan around the station and it was to completely emphasize the loneliness of this effectively way station on the edge of the final frontier they were on their own from season four onwards the the theme didn't really suit the show as it was written anymore now there was a lot more transit around and on the station we of course had a Klingon fleet decloak at the very beginning of the fourth season, but also importantly, we had added the USS Defiant as effectively a main character on the show that needed to be recognized in the credits. And of course it was. A fuller arrangement of the theme with an accompanying brass background was rejigged and added to show that the station had gone from being this lonely outpost to a hub in the Bajoran sector. You have the Defiant added as it flies away through the wormhole, nothing can go wrong there. And it is, it's as close to perfect as Star Trek has ever gotten with its opening titles. Number one, Star Trek Voyager. Perfect. There, I'm actually using the word. This opening title sequence is perfect. It is easily, easily, the most beautiful visually of all of the Star Trek opening titles, from Voyager's pan through that cloud to flying above that ice rock in space, skimming the rings of that planet before warping off into the distance. Just note perfect. Speaking of notes, Jerry Goldsmith returned to Star Trek to compose this theme and it was like nothing that had come before. There was no Enterprise theme with this one, obviously we're dealing with a different ship, but it was lush, it was evocative, it was everything. These opening titles still get chills to this day. There is a few fan mock-ups online of what the Voyager opening titles looked like in 4K, and if they're anything to go by, the upcoming documentary to the journey, I would, I I would just beg them, just remaster the entire opening titles because wow this message comes from bof sponsor ebay you'll know real when you get it it'll say ebay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly ebay gets it so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.